KPN2C. This is a virtual verbal podcast agreement to be a guest on the K Pride Podcast and Entertainments, also KPN2C. This is a podcast release agreement. Do you agree, all guests? And I believe in this right here. We all got a journey where we're going to have to go out or how we're going to have to live it or what's going to happen. We don't never know. But we have to do is still have faith in no matter what go on, God got us. And uh, it didn't happen to me. I wasn't mad, but it did do something to me, though. It made me get closer to God because I can't do it by myself. That's why I made this statement. And it's true. You know. So, stuff started happening to me, but I wasn't never mad about it. I was just sad because... You know what he does, he unveils stuff for you so you can see it. But you have to be careful when he unveils it because the stuff that you least expect me is really there. I truly do. Yes, sir, go ahead. I said, any more questions? All right, so I truly do apologize for that unfortunate situation, Brother Robinson. So hopefully things will get better. Yeah, it's a lot better. A lot better. That's great. That's great. Okay, so I would like to move this along because I know you guys are all busy people, and I want one. I don't want to consume any more than your time than I have to. Uh. Brother, um, uh, Brother B, <laughs> before I get to you and you share your story, I want to get to Mr. Leo. What's up with you and your crew, Mr. Leo? Think brother B bored them might you know they more on the wild side. I don't know about the others, but um Mr. Leo, are you there? Yeah, he 
to share your story with us now um, Miss Ronnie can you hear clearly can you hear them clearly I couldn't really hear Mr. Leo okay so uh, what I'm going to do is try to call you again on this other phone so you can hear you know the whole call clearly if you um okay so I'm going to call you okay pick up now okay all right has been forwarded to an automated Jesus hello 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 see it's going to your voicemail that is so weird yeah hold on I'm gonna try again okay do you hear it's ringing now has been forwarded to an no Okay, I tell you what, call, call, um, click over and call this number right now, 817. Did you have that other number that I called you from? Miss Ronnie? Miss Ronnie? Okay, we're we're gonna leave this like this. It's too much compromising. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um let's see here. Let's hope that you can hear Brother Robinson. Brother Robinson, can you speak um loudly as you can in your speaker? Yes. Brother yes, Brother, Brother B. B. Before you get started, I have another caller, so hold on, okay? All right, Miss T, what's up with you? You were on the conference call with the um, other parties. Sorry, I'm late to the party. No problem. Okay, so um, Brother B is getting ready to share his story. Can everyone hear him? Brother B, can you do a test sample, please? Can everyone hear him? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Brother B. And we want all the juicy details. Don't leave nothing out, okay? <laughs> Boy, in that case, give, hold on. Give me about five minutes. I give you all the juicy uh-uh. details. <laughs> hold on a second. All right, go. Seriously. Where's Leo at? I don't know where Mr. Leo at. He, um... Let me see, cause uh, maybe you have to get to a quiet place. I guess um, they didn't want to participate, but if they were, um, let me see. Okay, so if they're willing, they can call back, but um, as far as for now, they have dropped the call. But anyway, so Brother B, are you ready yet? Then, uh, what happened with my relationship was, and then 
Excuse me. Um, is everyone still here? Is everyone still with us? Yes. Okay. Can everyone hear him? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, go ahead, Brother B. Uh, one more announcement. If you have to disconnect, just quietly do so. I don't mind. Thank you for being a part of the K Pride Podcast and Entertainments. Do come back for next Sunday and join us again for group discussions. This um is no limit topic. So yeah, come back and join us Sunday at 10 p.m. 10 30. Um yeah. So um go ahead, Brother B. All right, Brother B. I'm gonna say I Hey man, and any marriage, both y'all are gonna work at it. If she ain't trying to work at it, it ain't gonna work. That's right, that's how I made my mind up. You know, praying and everything else, and I ain't seen no change. You know, it's just time to move on. And uh, because I had the upper h
No, we separated and everything, and I did the bigger. To me, I feel like I did the bigger judgment. I let her have the smaller house, and I sold the big house, and we split the profit. And I guess that's the just of my story. What do you mean work at it? It's not going to work if you don't work at it. Can you um, express a little bit more what you're meaning? Uh, when we went to Catherine, we went to church and outside the church, she thought that I was a, she felt like I was a man who wasn't a man who could preach stuff, who was, was a man who never stepped up to the plate to do extra, to where she had this image of where I never loved her, because I don't know what kind of roles and everything she had in her mind, but uh, she felt that I was never a man who did this, did that. So I'm like, okay, I take care of the house, take care of the kids, I support you through your education. What part of this do you not see of me as being a man who's stepping up and taking care of things? But she can never see it herself. And with that being said, I did have a question for Mr. Leo, but he did disconnect. So I'm going to ask you, do you think some of these relationships or marriages are falling apart because um, your partner is not able to uh, satisfy you in all three compartments? And those three compartments consist of emotionally, um, and, uh, physically, and as well mentally. So if you were mentally and, and physically satisfying your partner, um, could it have been emotionally? So what did you think you did not do for her? Now, I, I too wanted to add that that sexual um, pleasure is a big thing in relationships. So perhaps you weren't sexually satisfying her. Could that be it? Hey, somebody, somebody got some ice or something in the background. One thing she couldn't stand about me was that, like, say, uh, a movie, I get, I get teary-eyed in a movie, but in real-life situations, I won't get teary-eyed. So she was like, man, how you got so much emotions over a movie, but you ain't got no emotions over me? I told her, I, said, I got emotions, I just, I just don't express it the way normal people do. She always felt that, okay, if you can cry on the movie, I can't cry because she lost her job, because she's doing this and doing that. I'm like, because that's just not the way I'm wired. It's just, I mean, it's that simple to me. But she looked at it as a different way. It doesn't mean I have any emotions for her. This is your first marriage, right? No, that was my second. My first marriage, no, nah, that was somebody I got with to where uh, my other buddy there say I put it down because she was uh, 11 years older than me. <laughs> she was 11 years older than me. Then when I woke up and realized everything, I'm like, nah, okay, just, you know, I ain't, I ain't about to be just you know, <laughs> You say being good at first, and then you thought about it later, huh? Yeah, well, I was I was still young, so I woke up. So like I said, yeah, 11 years old, yeah, 11 years old. They say he woke up. Boy, I ain't lying. You woke up, man. It's good, man. All of it ain't good for you, huh? I'm beating. You and me beating. It's good too, but all of it ain't good for you, ain't it? You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how it be sometimes. I truly do apologize for that happening to you, um, Brother B. But how can you tell, um, I guess, us as women to choose better? Or how can you as a man tell other men to choose um, women that's better suited for them? You are far away from your receiver. I cannot hear you. Hello? Mm -hmm. Can you 
you hear me any better? Yeah, go ahead. All right. You know, as far as I can say, as far as, uh, you know, to me, everybody has emotional roller coasters. To me, you got to really key in on to how that emotional roller coaster is. If a woman lives totally off of emotion, that's you. I hate to say it, but you're looking for a chaos because she can't control her emotions to where she can't control her feelings, she can't control what she's doing. And if she's just solely, solely on number of emotions only, you know, she's on, to me, it's just my experience, she's on, she's unstable. These emotions can throw all kind of curves and fool you all kind of ways. You can't trust your own emotions. You got to really think about stuff and not just act out. So what are some of your, um, some examples you can give us uh, how your um, ex-wife acted out? Uh, like I said, you know, she was very emotional person to where if things didn't go her way, she started yelling and screaming. I mean, it got to a point where I had a, my four-year-old son come to me saying, why mama always picking fights with you? You know, if, that, if your kids can see that kind of stuff, they let you know, hey, this thing is quite right. You know, like I said, I try to work on it, but then all these flags come up, like, okay, you know what? This is going to come forward. It's a bad environment. We're going to change it. So that's one example. Mm. I'm glad you made it through there safely, Brother B. Yes, and I deeply apologize to you for the stuff you had to go through, Brother. Hey, it's a learning. It's, I look at everything as a learning experience. Like I said, when I found God, He just showed me, opened my eyes. Hey. There you he made go. a bad decision. I looked, to me, he allowed me to make that bad decision. He let me experience it so for me to realize and see, okay, this is what's real, this is what's not. Well, I do appreciate you two for sharing your stories um, here on the KP Podcast. Um, is there anyone else that would like to talk about or share their story with us? Uh, any questions? <laughs> Yes, Brother B would like for you guys to ask him questions. Do you have any questions for him, ladies? I do not. I have a question, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> All right. I always have a question about, now, when you figured out that it wasn't going to work, did you start dating immediately, or did you wait a while to start dating? Um, I waited to, I'll put it like this. When everything got said and done that we were separating, it took a whole process of uh, a little over a year. Uh, we moved out. We moved out within six months, separated. Then the voice got to finalize in another six months, and then I started dating. Oh, so you waited until you were Can you repeat that? Oh, how, how long were you separated? Where, did you stay separated for a while before you finalized your divorce? Did you get that? How long were you separated for before you yeah, finalized your divorce? Right, yeah, I think I understand what you said. Um, I would say because we had two homes, in the, in the big house that we were living in, we were separated, so we even though we stayed together. So that process, before we actually got the divorce finalized, I would say that might have been nine months or so, because uh, we got to the point where 
put the house on the market and this and that, wait for that. So I waited for the house to sell before I moved and went and got an apartment. And then we kicked the tenant out. Well, she kicked herself out. It was a house house. And uh, I had her move back. Her and the kids moved back in there. But like I said, we got split custody because, uh, like I told her, I'm saying, I'm not the type of guy who don't just, I don't want no, you know, weekend bad. Mm -hmm. So I guess the whole time frame might have been nine months or so before we were finally decided, okay, it's time for a divorce. The process of selling the house, moving out, and getting a divorce finalized. Yeah, I would say nine to ten months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Almost a year because she wouldn't sign the papers and I had to get her served. And uh, she kept throwing it off like they would kill reschedule, kill reschedule. And then finally one day the lawyer just said, Well, we're going to make her pay our fees. And, uh, and then they got it on that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? I'm sorry. The crazy thing about it. There's really a thing that helps me the most. And if I don't mind nobody leaving, I understand that because if you don't want to be there, you shouldn't have to be in the way you don't want to be. But what hurt me the most to see my, my you know, because you got kids, is to, to see your family get destroyed. You know, it, it breaks them up. It breaks it up. And that's, that's what hurt me the most. And, you know, my little girl and stuff. And because see, what's happening was the kids and, and they, they don't want to know why this happened. Ask questions too. And I'm the kind of person like this. I'm just a blunt person. If your car raggedy or, or you ain't comb your hair, your head napping, your head napping, man, what happened? You know, I'm just going to sit there, you know, just straightforward, you know, because I feel this way. If I love you enough or, or you friend of mine, I should be able to talk to you about anything, you know? So I'm just a straightforward guy, you know? Yeah. I have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, just speak loudly into your microphone. We 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 have two phones going here. We have some um device difficulties here. If <laughs> that's such a thing. So, my question was, how long did it take both of you gentlemen to emotionally disconnect from your ex-wife? Mm. 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 Boys, men, hello. I'm, 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 in the process of selling the house and being divorced and separated, that was another six months. And that's when I started to actually start dating again. And um, the first person I did date, she was like, you know what, you, you still got some, you know, you still not quite ready to jump out in the scene yet. So I'm like, okay, I can understand that. I'm going to appreciate you being real or whatever not. But uh, I would say, you know, it didn't take much longer after that, after me being, I guess you say, not involved with the woman. I wouldn't say it would took much longer than that. So, I mean, in my process, it might have took, depending on how you look at it. If you look at it from when we actually physically separated, it might have took nine months. But if you look at it from when we was actually not together, but still living together, that was over a year. <laughs> I said about the same for about a year, you know, because what, what happened to me, it was like, I didn't hear, you know, I was doing my own thing, and then all of a sudden it popped up, well, I need your help, and all this kind of stuff. 
And I feel this way. If you're going to totally disconnect, get the people that you say you love to help you. You know, because I feel like when you leave, you feel like that. I want enough for you. So get your new help and let them help you out, you know? That's what I'm saying. So did you, did you, what do you mean you wasn't enough for her? Well, see, the thing was, this stuff. See, some people, they feel like, well, when stuff go wrong with this, and they not willing to see because this is how it works. It has to take two people that's able and two people that's willing. Y'all both got to have that both situation, uh, able and willing to make it work. Okay, when they feel like that, that it's not enough for them, or they you not they not getting enough, or you not doing this or that, and they feel like it's time to go. But most of the time, it be them want to explore and they're ready to go because they feel like they got new options, which you may have new options, but it comes mm. with a with a tail too, you know. Because uh-uh. the, the, what I have this fear this this would happen to me. Okay, she say, well, I don't want to. I'm just gonna. I'm, it's not too much, but I just want to let just everybody a know bit, yourself. Just a little bit. <laughs> Okay, okay, keep trying to tell me. So this this is how, how this is funny. It's funny to me that the so she say I don't want you no more. We had we're good and done. I'm over with you know. I'm moving on a big and better thing. And I start, I start, I start laughing. I'm like, you real bad. She say, why are you laughing? Because I said, they don't know what they finna get. <laughs> you know, because I, I, I didn't say it happened before. I said, they don't know what they finna get. Okay, about two months passed. I didn't say nothing. I was taking care of my little girl like I always do. I never say nothing. I never say nothing. You know, because I feel this way here. When they ready to talk about it, they'll come to you. But when they not ready, it ain't you don't get no conversation no way. So that's how I look at it. So two months pass, I get a tip. I may need some help. I said, oh, shit, now here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. So so what, what you need help for? And, and and they take back with I mean he did it. I say, hold up now, hold up. I say then you gotta do you got to do a rewind. See, cause this now, like I say, it goes back again. See, when you leave a man or a woman, you you got in your mind, what I got for I'm finna do is gonna be bigger and better. No, it ain't what boy, I left. Boy, don't you say when that. When I left this whole but let me explain. Well, not, whatever I left is was no good to me no more. It ain't worth oh. me having no more. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine and then. That's fine and then. So, oh my God, hold one second. Just hold one second. Hold on, folks. I'm oh, up. Lord Jesus. Next. No, no, no. I'm coming right back. Uh, all right, back on you, Brother B. So, Brother B, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. But, but, but before what I get it? back on up in your business, is there anybody else out here would like to share a story? I just want to give all the equal opportunity to be heard here on the KB Podcast Entertainment. All right, so is there anyone else that would like to share a story? Uh, I had another question regarding that. Oh, my other question regarding that was, did either of you gentlemen have any uh, feelings, any type of way when these women got together with the next person after the divorce? Ooh, brother Uh, B. Me, brother brother B, um, my thing was because my situation, because before after we uh, sold the house, like I said, then as the divorce came, I think it was four months later. Like I say, this is all less than a year. 
four months later, she got remarried. So to me, I thought that was kind of. Jesus I thought that was kind of fishy. Wait a minute, hold on. What you said now? What? <laughs> <laughs> After the divorce, she got married. But this was the woman yeah. that had been stepping out, correct? Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, four I mean, months. Uh, over four months, she got remarried, and over a period of time, no, no, it just gives you give all general information. Within a year, she got divorced. With, from that person. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, 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 if I can intervene just one sec. Oh, Mr. No, B. wait a minute. I, I, don't intervene yet. Go ahead, Mr. B. <laughs> hey, that's what it is. Like I said, you know, she, after our divorce, four months, she got remarried. As in, in less than a year, she filed for a divorce. They separated for like three or four months, and they got end up getting remarried again, or however that works. And now again, they're getting a divorce again. So, Ooh, Lord Jesus, that word too many, too many. It's, you know what? Uh, it's hard, but it's fair. It's hard, but it's fair. Miss Lady had something to say. She had something to say. All they did was point it out. No, go ahead. Lady, <laughs> did you have a question for Miss T? Oh, no, I just said it's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> 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 <It's a comment. laughs> Miss Ronnie, are you still there? I'm sorry, I don't, yeah, I don't mean to be funny or make light of the situation. I'm sure. Can yeah, you hear yeah, us? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. good. All right, guys. Me, and um. Hey, Mr. B. Yo, what's up? What you were saying that she had got divorced. Hey, man, you know what's so ironic and funny about this? When my wife left here and got divorced, she moved four times, I mean, three times with three different people, and she still ain't got nothing. I'm telling you, she in worse shape when she left here than she was here, man. I'm talking about yeah. looking. She, look, let me tell you the crazy part that's so funny, man. This is crazy. And I asked her, say, do you know what do you want? What do you want? And she looked at me and told me, you kiss her on my ass, man. That's what she told, she told me that, man. <laughs> she got upset with me. because. The, but you know what it is, though, Mr. B? And I'll say this to the ladies, too. See, they be thinking that the grass green. See, what it does, he tell them or they tell them it look good right now, but they don't tell them the bad parts of the situation. See, they only right. tell them the good. They tell them the good stuff. Now she out here searching, driving Uber, doing all different kinds of stuff. <laughs> What's that you that driving Uber? Listen, she tell me, she say, and she comes, she say, I ain't got no gas money. You know what I say? What the fucking do? You know what I'm saying? My tank full. <laughs> All three of my cars. You know what I'm saying? All right. She tell me she say I need some work done to my car. I said, hold on. I said, he hold his number. She said, what the number? I said, this to the nearest mechanic shop. I said, you got rid of your hair? And she said, you know what she say to me? You know what she say to me? She said, why you treat me like that? And I almost said, motherfuckers, you crazy. And hey, you know, hey, 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 so how okay, do you ladies feel about, about what he just said, knowing that because his wife wanted to separate or divorce he feels that hey you're on your own so what do you guys think about that ladies lady cheese checking in on that um i think brother is justified in that and you know you made your choice put your big girl panties on and deal with it hell yeah there you go right I mean, and, you know, if you're really bad at you bold enough to step out of the marriage and you didn't want that, then you can't go back now. No, there ain't no undo button on that. <laughs> Does any, do you other two ladies agree with that? How do you feel about that? Well, uh, if, if you separate it, 
and you don't have no ties, you know, like as far as, uh, you know, your offspring or children, and, you know, you cut ties, you, you know, you cut ties now. If if a woman was, like, say, a housewife and she didn't have no income, then I guess it would be fair for, you know, uh, the almost former spouse to still help out. You know, don't just leave. You know, it could go either way. Don't leave, you know, one or the other. Don't leave them just hanging. But uh, if you have children involved, of course, you still need to provide for them. If you have a spouse that uh, was maybe not financially uh, bringing in finances, and, or let's just use an example. If you had your wife as a housewife and she was there raising the kids and taking care of your home, then, of course, you need to set out some type of financial arrangement. You just can't leave her hanging. I'm glad you said that, and I want to respond to that. I want you to hear this good and clear, real good clear, okay? Because I want you to hear it now. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now, I'm, I'm a, it's two different sides of no, a housewife, even, even if she decides to tell her ass to do it tomorrow, <laughs> you better have something to back, back your ass up when you go out that door. You better have something. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The moment you get ready to tell your ass and you say, I'm done, you, you don't get the shit that come with done. That's nothing. <laughs> that come with it. Nothing. And I'm going to I'm, I'm just being, it's nothing against y'all ladies or Mr. B. Nobody. But I'm just going to tell you, see, what the problem is, <laughs> you, you're, looking for, you're looking for better for yourself. But you didn't give a damn to think about the rest of the family when you do it. So you thinking about why. You ain't thinking about X and O. See, see, my, my slogan is, don't count me out, count me in. I seen a mule pull a horse out of a field. He thought he could run the 400, but all he had was 100 in him. So in other words, I'm telling you, don't you go and take your ass out that goddamn door and think it's going to be peace and cream out there and butterflies and pollen through the year, goddamn, because it, it, the summer and the winter changes. So you better get ready. Mm. I think this way, if you leave, if you leave, you get your goddamn help. Ain't that right, B? Right? You left your help. Let me me see what state of mind this is coming from. All right, you guys, the provider and the protectors, 100% of the household, or are you just 50 50? Well, see, that's where the straw must be. It's just a a 50 50 or 100%. Which one are you? Well, I'm sorry, but God, I put in whatever I provide, I put in 100%. Carry on. Just so we can know what type of mind frame this is coming from. We we don't want to leave no stones unturned, okay? We want to be we want to keep it real here, okay? <laughs> Now go ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I mean, I put in 100% of, of, as far as you talking about finances, I put 100% of mine into the family. Now, and like you said, if you separate this and that and you want to step out, I'm going to put in what I need to put in to take care of. If you have any offspring, that's what I'm going to provide for. You know, if you talking about you need somebody to cut the yard, this and that, you on your own. I ain't, you gonna, don't ask me to come over there and fix the faucet and you know, cut the grass. No. Nah. That has nothing to do with the cheese. So I ain't trying why, to hear why, all that. Why can't I ask you to do those things? Those are minute things. Why can't I ask you to do those? Because you when we were together, because when we together, I provided that for wait you. Wait a minute. I thought I heard. Did somebody say something, one of you ladies? <laughs> I don't think that that's, that's to be expected. I mean, once the marriage dissolves, there should not be the ability or the expectation that this man that is no longer your spouse is going to be responsible for doing this kind of thing. I mean, and, and again, that depends on 
how the relationship dissolved, whether it was done on a good level, but it does not seem like either one of those relationships went sideways in a good way. Yeah. Once you step out on the marriage, then that, that all bets is off. You broke all expectations. You can't have no expectation in me as your partner because you violated our our covenant. Mm. Wow. I like that. You tell the truth. I like this. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, and again, I, I, think like that, that has, I think that also has to. You have to think about how how the relationship demise. If you if you left as friends, and you see that the woman is struggling and she has primary care of the kids, then as a man, you would want to see that she is able to stand because as the mother of your children, if she suffers, your children suffer. I agree with this. That's why I say, you know, if it comes to the children, I will do extra stuff if it's going to benefit the kids. Yeah. Like, um, like, brother, he's a mechanic. No. Say her car break down, she can't pick the kids up no more. Okay, what do you need to get your car back running so you can get the kids? So you won't be stranded, you know, you and the kids won't be stranded nowhere. But that's not what he said. He said that if they are stranded, they are (laughs) they are on their own. Don't call him. They're done. Benito is over with. It's on their own. She gotta get her new person or her new her new um um lover to deal with that. She ain't got no dealings with that no more. Well, see, the thing is, it's not 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 necessary because see, I got a daughter, and I'm not gonna let her suffer due to the fact that me and her mom. But what I will do is this right here. Just say she say she need a car fix, right? And and she say I want you to fix my car. I said okay. Well. You know, you with your significant owner and everything, and all our ties are cut. I feel that I treat you like a regular person. Pay me. If you had to go and pay another mechanic, you're going to pay him. Pay me. I work some of my wickets, but you're going to have to pay me too because I think it's fair because guess what? We're no longer together. I'm going to do for my baby, and there's, and then another thing too. Only way I would do this here to make them pay or make her pay due to the fact that she put me on child support. If I if, if I wasn't on child support, I would do it. I take care of my baby. I figure, why am I paying you and I'm doing the right things by my baby? So I figure if you don't make me pay, why you and you shouldn't have to pay? Because you're getting your car free. That means you're going to run up around the road and this, they the one with you. Let them help you out. That's how I think that's it, you know? Because, like I say, once again, when you leave, you left your help. You should make sure he can fix the car. His dad or mama, somebody can fix the to put in 50-50 in your marriage. I'm not, I'm speaking in a general um, sense. So, um, how do you know knowing that hearing these guys say how they feel about their ex-wives, how do you feel knowing that? That, that they only want to do 50-50? Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? I don't I don't believe it's 50 It's 100. 100. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, uh, when it comes to relationship, I don't like where, I don't, me, myself, if somebody's talking about, oh, you know, we're 50 50 and they need to keep it moving, they gotta be 100, 100. They give 100, I give 100. 
enduring or <laughs> During, during um, I would hours. like to announce that Mr. Choi has texted back and said that he's having a threesome, as if I needed to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Choi, by the way, ladies, he's in an open relationship, an open marriage, so he's having a little uh, open relationship um, at this time, so... That's why he disconnected the call, just so you know. <laughs> Mr. Troy is also in his 50s, so those are the type of men that, you know, they don't mind sharing their stories just to know what you're dealing with. Now, back to Brother B and um, Mr. Robinson. You guys, on the other hand, you, you, you're you pretty decent dudes. You don't go out. You don't party. You don't drink and do all of that stuff, right? Yeah, I feel like you know, I do whatever not, but I, am, I, don't, I don't do nothing crazy. Put it like that. I know my limits. So you're not open to a threesome? Mm, right now that I'm single, I don't. Right now I can say, I, I, if it happens, it happens. I ain't gonna sit there. Wait a minute. How do you think God will feel about that? He's gonna like it. Oh, no, you guys have been preaching to me since you've been on this podcast. Forty nine minutes. Forty nine minutes and twenty seconds. I believe in God, but I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna sit there and say that I'm not no uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not a hypocrite because I mean I still like to have sex. I like to like to be with women. I mean that's nothing. That's nothing I'm saying. I'm a sinner. I mean I, I admit to that, but, but I still try to do what's right. I mean I ain't perfect. I ain't nowhere near that, uh-huh. and I admit to that. <laughs> Yeah, you keep talking, we're going to uncover some of those them secrets of why you came up with this divorce. Brother Robinson. Uh-oh. No. When you come to marriage, I'm just, no. When, when I'm dedicated to my marriage or a relationship, that's where I'm at. I am the type of person, I accept myself as being very loyal. I don't step out, I don't do nothing else once I commit, and that's it. I'll put it to you. I got a question for y'all women. I met a woman. She told me that uh, she's single because she's not in marriage. Now, she can, she feels that it's okay for her to date multiple men and uh, still can tell those men, like, yeah, I'm single. To me, I feel I felt that that's wrong because I say if you date multiple men or if you got a boyfriend, you just let that man know you got a boyfriend. Don't sit there and say, "No, I'm still single." Do y'all agree with that? Uh, I do. This is crystal. <laughs> I believe it. I believe in it because when you get a certain age, I mean, well, time is important at any age, but to you date one person and given six months or whatever, and it doesn't work out, then you have to start all over again. I I have recently started this, dating multiple people until, you know, I find a person that um, is better aligned with me. Mm. So um, I don't waste too much time. Okay. So I multiple people, do you have the time to commit enough investment? And any particular one to understand who they are? Or is it just more of just juggling? Well, you know, when you meet someone, um, sometimes people send their representatives. Uh-huh. And you ha- it takes time to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, 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 you know, just because I meet you and go on a couple of dates, that doesn't mean that we're in a relationship. Some people don't want to be in a relationship. Some people just want to date. And then there are also some people after a month or so, it's something that they just don't like or just, you know, you find out you just can't be with this person. Now you have to start all over again. You know? Trial period. Time is of the essence. Of the essence. 
Lady, Lady T checking in on that one. I disagree with that only because, I mean, if you if it's about sex and you're just out there getting your sex thing on and dealing with multiple people, I think your partners need to be aware that they're sharing, number one. And also, how do you get to know anybody if you're having different people in rotation? And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but if your goal is to be with someone, then how do you determine that when you're when you've got several different entities that you're dealing with at the same time? Okay, well, number one, sex is not involved because we are dating. We're not at the point of, for me, sex comes with a relationship. I'm not out there free willing. Um, I wasn't all insinuating or inferring. No, no, I'm just so. saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I understand your question. Is, you know, you. it makes sense. And, um, and two, for me, I was the one that I just want to uh, go out, date one person, get to know this person, invest all my time in this person. And that's, you know, evolved to me. I'm, I'm, you know, I find getting down the road with this person, it doesn't work. Then I have to start all over again. So I'm not willing to do that. And, to, and I found, um, actually, from a guy, he's, he's the one that turned me on to it because he's out there doing it. And it's like, I know there's a difference in a man and a woman, but I find I don't want to waste my time just dating one person. But that work has been working for me now. Okay, I mean, let me butt in on that one. My deal is that, okay, say you got into a relationship, y'all not married, will you still tell somebody who's trying to hit on you or whatnot? Would you still tell that? So you go too close with your homegirls. If you're in a relationship, would you tell that man that, hey, um, I'm in a relationship, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm involved with somebody, or would you tell that man I'm still single because I'm not married? I, I personally say I'm single, but I am not available. Okay. Because that's true. I'm single. I don't have a ring on my finger, and I'm just not right now dating anyone. I mean, you know, open to dating someone else. And also, I tell people that, hey, I'm dating multiple people, going out on dates with multiple people. So I'm very open about it. And you know what? I applaud you for that, Miss Crystal. But you know what? I give a damn. Ain't nobody got to know my reason. <laughs> men do that shit all the time. They're juggling women like professional jugglers. Don't say You're a damn right. word. So I don't have to disclose. <laughs> if I disclose, it's because I choose to because I'm a grown-ass woman. And I make a stand, and I choose to tell who I tell what I tell. But I'm not obligated to tell you jack shit. Let's mm. not get it twisted. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I just I went a little militant there because, you know, I've been on the receiving end of that. Men who, they've got a whole lot of stuff going on, and they lie in your face and say, oh, no, you know. And then, you know, down the road you find out that they were seeing so-and-so over there. And it's not a, a problem, but be honest about it. There's no need to lie. We're grown-ups. Like Mr. Troy would say, we grown folks. <laughs> you know, there's no need and, for the subterfuge. There's no need for to put that element of mistrust because right off the bat now, I'm mistrustful of you. you yeah, and I have. Uh, that is one of my questions. That is one of my questions now. I asked their dating style. Do you date multiple and then choose, or you just focus on one? So I asked up front when I meet someone. Uh, guys, yeah, you're quiet. You what do you have to say? Go ahead, Miss Ronnie. I just said, uh, you were saying we were quiet, so I guess I ain't got much to say because I ain't dating right now. <laughs> no, I can't hear anything that she's saying. Can you translate that quickly? She's not dating right now, so she doesn't have much to say on that topic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Sometimes there's chemistry and sometimes there's no chemistry. 
But I don't like this new term. I mean, even though I'm not dating, I don't like that new term, ghosting. I mean, if you don't see no connection, ghosting. I don't like the term ghosting now. Even though I'm not dating, I keep yeah. reading, this term keeps coming up. I keep coming across this term. And I feel like if you go out with somebody or meet up with somebody or even have a Also, if you would like to hear a full disclosure of this virtual verbal agreement, let me know and I can either email or SMS it to you. Thank you for being a guest on the K-Pride Podcast and Entertainments.